0: I just finished up one of my favorite books I've read in a while called Hello, My Name is Awesome by Alexandra Watkins, I believe. And it's a book on how to name things, how to name. I think the subtitle is, what's the subtitle? Let's see. How to Create Brand Names That Stick. And it's uh, her method method for naming products, companies, podcasts, whatever you're going to name. Um, man, it's such a good process. I just finished recording a video overview of the book, kind of going through the core pieces of the process: how to brainstorm, how to select, you know, things, domain names, how to handle them, that kind of thing. Um, the audio is not great, uh, and I recorded this as a video, so I've just snipped out the video piece, uh, removed that piece, and uh, wanted to put the audio here just so you guys could listen. Uh, if you want to get the full exhaustive book notes, I have a 12-page Google Doc with this with the video embedded. A few worksheets that I have made. So when I go through the process, which I'm going through right now for a product, uh, I can follow it easily. Uh, so it's 11 pages of notes, a video overview, my worksheets, a few other links and stuff that might be relevant to you. I would highly encourage you as well. The book's really short, under 100 pages. Hello, my name is awesome by Alexandra Watkins. Let me know if you like this kind of uh, podcast episode, if you like these book summaries. If so, I do probably one a month or so uh, for myself. And then I've started publishing them on Twitter. And I think the last one or two, I've published the video summary on the podcast as well. So if you like that, let me know. We'll do more of them. Here is a video run through of the book, Hello, My Name is Awesome. I haven't read, I think this is maybe the only book I've read on naming. I've read several on branding, but man, I love a lot of the reasons I read uh, nonfiction how-to books is to get the method. Like what's the method um that they're teaching like i'm just picked up a book called the three minute rule which will probably be the next book i do extensive notes on and um you know it takes a good you know five to ten hours to get the method out of the book but the method in hello my name is awesome is really simple uh i think there's several chapters that could just be addendums at the end and be simplified to probably a three or four chapter book um and i love the process for naming in fact i've already started using it uh, I think I brought that sheet up here. I've turned the method into a couple a workbook and a, and a checklist uh, that I've started using to name some stuff I'm working on. Uh, so, anyways, here's the big idea. The big idea of the book is: imagine if before, and this is a straight quote from the book. Sometimes I have to create these, but this is such a good one liner uh, that um, it's, it's the big idea of the book. Imagine if before you were even before people were even customers of yours, they loved your product or company simply because they loved the name. Maybe they even Maybe they'd even pay to buy a t-shirt with a name on it. That's the power of a name that makes people smile. So I think a name can be a liability, a name can be an asset, and a name can just be neutral. I think for the most part, I have named things in a neutral way. Sometimes those neutral things have have went over to liabilities. Uh, One example would be Video Fruit. The name Video Fruit used to be the name of the company. Uh, and it invoked people to ask questions about what kind of video work do you do? We don't do any, <laughs> but originally we did. Uh, we got overly, uh, overly specific, which violated uh, one of the core deadly sins that the book teaches on what, what to avoid when naming things. But a good name um, is descriptive. It follows the, the SMILE framework. We'll go over that in a minute. Things: These are five things you want your name to do, seven things you don't want your name to do, uh, a little brief about domain names, a little brief about name changes, but then this middle section here, these two chapters, Brainstorming and Name Review, those are the two chapters, I think that's chapter one, two, three, four. yeah, chapter 5 and 6 of the book are the method. Um, so here's the overall process that the book teaches uh, in order to name something. List 12 words that describe or are related to your product, service, business, podcast, whatever, I just put product there, but whatever you're naming. Then run each of those names through a nine step brainstorming exercise and really what this is, she just gives you nine different places to look to come up with ideas and tangential ideas and different things to just brainstorm and get a bunch of names going and I actually included down here a brainstorming workbook that just distills her method down in some printable files you can use and I actually going through this process now uh, for naming a, a, a potential future product of ours. And man, it really is really helpful. It's one thing to read it and understand, it's another thing to use the worksheets to actually go through the naming process. So, love the process. She's distilled down. And then use the smile and scratch criteria to pick the winner. So, smile and scratch are what the book starts with the five qualities of a super sticky name and the seven things to avoid. Uh, so, at the end, basically, I, this is kind of in draft face till, but the selection criteria checklist I'm basically taking the, the five things to do and the seven things to avoid and put it into a yes no statement. So, at the end, you can take your ones you like the most and run it through that criteria, make sure it passes them. And if so, use that name. All right, let's do a quick run through. I'll do a quick run through. Uh, let's actually do this first. Let's go to brainstorming. Um, this is really where the method she teaches starts. Uh, so list 12 words, choose one word and run it through the brainstorming criteria and repeat that for that. All the other words and the other words that come out of that process. So let's say we take the word idea, like we're, we're picking a list of 12 words that describe or are related to our uh, product. Uh, so I'm trying to name a potential book club type of product um, where I would mail a book out to you every month. Actually, I have one of these made. I'd mail a book out to you every month. Uh, you would get the book and the book uh, would already have, you get the book and a letter. And the letter basically is a quick little, summer, little short summary from me and three takeaways. Uh, three specific things the book taught that I think might be relevant for you. And then each one of those corresponds to a tab. And I just went ahead and earmarked the pages. Uh, and it says, hey, open up and read this little section down here about how to pay taxes with your credit card. And this is a book about how to make money, save money. Uh, the rich do not a guidebook for people who are worth every million dollars. A lot of tax strategy and that kind of thing. So I'm gonna give you samples of these. And so this is kind of like a book summary thing. Also, you get the book. And I have went ahead and earmarked it to the parts of the book I think that are relevant to you. The idea would be long-term. I would do this with how-to business books, and I would focus on business owners and CMOs, uh, and go ahead and read books like this naming book, for instance. This how-to. Uh, Hello, my name is Awesome book. I would, you just get the book with three or four tabs highlighted of specific areas I think are relevant to you, uh, and then maybe get this pr- big printed summary thing like this uh, that might be helpful. Anyway, so I'm trying to figure out a name for that. Trying to figure out the angle and everything. So I was just like, let's just run it through the exercise. So one word, one spark word that I wrote down. These are one of the twelve words was idea. Like, yeah, it gives you ideas. Sometimes I'll even write down the phrase. So I ran that ideas, I looked up at the source of other synonyms for ideas, looked up image search for ideas in these different places, looked at glossary terms, dictionaries, cliches, Googled around on it, looked up movie titles, looked up book titles. Somewhere along the way, uh, a particular phrase came up, and I'm not gonna share the phrase right now because uh, the domain name's available, I don't want anybody about, it, but I don't know if I'm gonna buy it yet. Uh, a particular phrase came up that I'm like, yes. So I wrote that name down on my worksheet, through the process of doing this, I've done it with six of my 12 words so far. I've come up with hundreds of other words I want to pick and choose and run through this process, but also 12 different names that I like. One I really like. We'll see if it makes it way, it makes it all the way to the end. So the process is you list out 12 words that describe or related to your product. You then run them through all these search criteria, and then you write down any words or phrases those spark or generate from you. And uh, if there's an actual name, write that down on the naming sheet. If there's just other words or ideas, run those other words or ideas through this. It's a really cool process that when you do it, it's like, man, you see all these tangential ideas of things that describe it or different ways to think about it or talk about it. It's super cool. Um, And then at the end, she gives you some rules. I found these to be mostly helpful if you're having to get other people to buy into your name change. I don't. So... Like I don't have to have the team approve it, I don't have co-founders or a board or anything. So these are maybe helpful. The naming chapter may be helpful uh, if you're changing names, those are kind of light. I think the most important chapter in the whole book is this chapter five on brainstorming. And then the first two chapters, which are about the criteria for a really good name. And in fact, I found these really cool and some of the most like paradigm shifting chapters in the book. Uh, Five qualities for a sticky name. So these are things that you would want to by the time you get to the end and have a couple names you want to choose from. You'd want to run these through to make sure your name does these things. Is it suggestive? Does it evoke something about your brand? Not in a descriptive way like fast signs. means I'm fast at making signs, but in a creative metaphorical way. So Pictionary, Cinnabon, Amazon, Amazon. you know, if Amazon would have been named Book Barn, that would have been very specific, but also would have pigeonholed them going forward into only selling books or them having to explain away the name. Then it would have been a liability. And this should give some examples Leaf, Kickstarter, Brawny, Ninja, Fitbit are all evoke emotion. They're meaningful, um, so it resonates with your audience. Kryptonite for back locks, uh, bike locks, Breakthrough Mental Health is repel for insect repellent i think this is the big one honestly these next two are the big ones i think these other ones are kind of basically ways to say the same thing but these two imagery and legs i think these were the un- two of the most unique ideas that i'd heard of before and i'm not a naming book expert that i'd heard does it evoke an image wouldn't you love to have a product or company that'd be so embedded in people's memories that they care recall it 10 years later yes uh if that's the case, now you're and your name's a lot. Your name's an asset, not a liability or a neutral. If your name or product or company is something that conjures up images, uh, example dog food company Merrick, names their individual flavors, things like day dinner, Grammys, pot pie, cowboy cookout, smothered comfort, Honolulu, Luau. Uh, more names for imagery Range Rover, hard candy, Irish Springs, Leap. I think that's supposed to be Leapfrog. So does the name evoke visual imagery? I think that's a really interesting question. Second one is, does it lend itself to theming? So she gave an example of her her company is called Eat My Words. So lots of visual imagery and it lends itself to, to imagery. So here's how she carries this throughout her company. Her blog is called The Kitchen Sink, building on the Eat My Words kitchen concept. Info is hungry at Eat My Words. Service packages are snack, the whole enchilada, just the meat. Client parking sign in the front of her building. Eat My Words parking only. Violators will be eaten. Business card is a pink retro refrigerator. Wireless name. Candyland. Meeting materials. Toaster. Coasters. Anyway, they're all built upon corporate workshops. in the beans. All built upon the theme of eating in the kitchen. Eat My Words. So extended it for extra, mile, extra mileage. Uh, she gave an example of Trader Joe's. Their ethnic food sub-brands. Ben & Jerry's. Uh, uh, Android, iOS, the Ford car lineup. <laughs> um, yeah, these are some cool examples. Church of Cupcakes is the name of a cupcake shop. T-shirts read "OMG" and "Forgive me, Father, for I've binge." That's, those are awesome names. Spoon Me as a yogurt restaurant. T-shirts with the slogan "Shut up and spoon me," and if you love me, spoon me. Like great. I mean, you could just see yourself selling a T-shirt with that. People wanting to wear it, even if they didn't want to buy from your company. Uh, And then you get emotional, which I think ties into these two things. I think the two main things is does it evoke visual imagery and does it lend itself to theming throughout the entire company? Meaning they'd want to put that on a t-shirt. And then things to avoid, uh, don't use a name that's spelling. You might go with a short name that is impossible to spell. Don't do that. Don't copy a competitor or get really close to a competitor. Don't overly... I uh, put video fruit on the list. Uh, she didn't put that in her book. But don't use a name so specific that it locks yourself into uh, some 24-hour fitness, fast signs, 99-cent store, 1-800-FLOWER sells a whole lot more than flowers. Don't make yourself annoying by using these phrases. Uh, don't make it so descriptive and tame that it's just boring. I've, been a, I've done that before. Don't name it something so specific uh, that only people who get it get it. Uh, and don't make it something hard to pronounce. So... Uh, another thing she mentioned, and I, I like this a lot, uh, this is probably a good one to add into the don't list, I could probably just combine into there, but I uh, don't think you have to have the exact match domain. So she gave an example, let's see if it's on this list. Of uh, She gave you examples of like how to get around this, lots of cool things. There was one, uh, da, 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 where was it, it was a peanut butter company. Yeah, oh, here it goes. So the name of the, comp- the peanut butter company was Peanut Butter and Company. But they didn't they couldn't buy that exact domain, so they bought I Awesome. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, um, an Auburn football podcast, and they have a sponsor called Voodoo Wing Company. And they named they said the URL every time it is voodoo or something like that. I'm like, man, their domain would be a lot better. They could have that domain too, but the domain I would advertise without if I was them would be Get in My Belly or something like that that's like totally sticky, very memorable. It isn't exactly naming your company, it doesn't really matter at all. People are gonna Google Voodoo Wing Company and the second you do, the name, the company's website's gonna pop up. You don't have to have the exact domain, Voodoo Wings. Boom, right there, Voodoo Wings code, voodoowingcode.com. Uh, get in my belly would be something everyone on a podcast would remember. And they walk through a couple of domain hacks and things, uh, things to avoid, but also cool ways to go about buying a domain if you can't get the exact domain match name. But I think this use a creative phrase is—I love that for naming the business was one of my takeaways. Like having clichés or idioms or something like that, and just naming the whole company that is super interesting at the at the least, naming your your website that. So. At a high level, the method is list out 12 words that are or related to your product, run each one of those words through this nine-step brainstorming exercise, write down any new words that sparks, run them through the exercise as well, and use the smile criteria and scratch criteria to pick the winner.